Welcome to Leadership Conversations with Josh Reich and Casey Sees. We have the conversations leaders want to have so they can win at leadership. Now, on to our show. Welcome back to Leadership Conversations. Casey Sees here with my co-host, Josh Reich. In last episode, we were talking about leading through uncertainty and, and we got we got really going on that and so we had a few more things we wanted to say about that and so we decided to do a second episode on leading through a, a uncertainty we're recording this during uh, about two months into the coronavirus pandemic here in the united states and um, been observing various things both from the church and from business standpoint and last time we talked a bit about the importance of communication uh, when it when it talks, you know, when we're talking about leading through uncertainty, uh, and now we want to emphasize a bit more, talk a little bit more about casting vision through uncertainty. So, Josh, can you give us some thoughts and ideas and from your own experience on uh, on the importance of vision during the season? Well, I, I, vision always wins, and you know, especially in the midst of uncertainty, vision is what people are looking for. It's what rises to the top. It's it's what catalyzes people to say, "This is where we're going." This is what matters. Um, it's vision is the thing that sees through the fog uh, of things. And so um, right now, more than ever, it's so important for leaders to say, this is our rallying cry as, as a church, as a business. This is the most important thing that we're doing right now. You know, prioritizing those things. I know for our church, uh, we have three things that we prioritized in this season. And so what it did was it, it really catalyzes then your entire team and your entire church or business to say, this is what we're doing. If it's outside of it, you know, maybe we'll get to it if there's time, but if not, it's okay because that's not what's most important. And so in this moment, it's so important for leaders to say, this is the most important thing. Um, and, and then to drive for that. So that way the, their teams can uh, know what they should be spending their time on. So especially in the midst of uncertainty, vision matters, you know, so, I mean, and like we said last time, I think part of what we're dealing with is that, that you know, the, the weak points of organizations, businesses, churches, et cetera, are being emphasized just, just as the strength. And so if, if vision was lacking prior to the pandemic, uh, you're really hurting right now um, yeah. as an organization. So what would you advise? I mean, you're, you're a great vision guy and, and leader, consultant, speaker about those things. Like, what would you advise them to do? Well, to simply ask, what what matters right now? Like if your church, so I'll just speak to church leaders, but it, it really applies to businesses as well. If you only do one thing, two things, three things, I think if you start to get past that, it becomes really muddy and it, you know, it's really hard to know what's most important. But if, to say, if we only do this one thing right now, what is that? Like I remember hearing Patrick Lencioni talk about it at the beginning of this. And he said for his company, they said, we're going to get, we're going to communicate and innovate. And so everything centered around those two things. You know, for our church, what we said was we're going to um, produce quality online content. Um, we are going to love and serve our city. And we're going to reach out and call everybody who's a part of our church. And those are the three things that we have spent the last two months doing. Um, and so now, it doesn't mean that other things weren't important. It doesn't mean that we didn't do other things. It just means that we focused on those things. And so right now for leaders to say, what matters? Um, and especially as we're moving back to physical services, um, it's important to say, 
how do we do that? What matters, you know, why would we move back to physical services? Um, I, I think that's an incredibly important question for leaders to ask because that will determine the timeline, that will determine how you do it, um, that will determine a, a whole slew of other questions. And so to simply just sit down and say, what is most important right now? And then what do we need to do so that we accomplish that thing, those few things? Um, what needs to happen? What, what staff do we need to move? You know, I've heard of churches rewriting everybody's job description to be in an online world. Um, businesses saying, you know what, we're going to, everyone's going to work from home and it changes priorities then. And it changes, everyone's changed how they spent their money in this, you know, during this pandemic. And so, so asking what is most important right now and what things do we need to do to be able to get that accomplished? No, I mean, that's absolutely essential, asking those important questions. And, and part of it, like for any organization, whether it's a church or a business or a nonprofit, is can we abide by our core values, whether we're gathering in person or not? And do our core values matter, right? That, that's going to be a, a big pulse because, you know, like you said in the last episode, you, you brought about like, hey, just because church isn't reopening, the church has still been going, Yeah, right? That, that, that's the point. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, we church might be gathering... Right. You know, we might be gathering physically, but moving beyond church, just, you know, especially churches being uh, just a place for service and, you know, to, to go receive or get or serve or something like that. It's much broader than that. And so the importance of having strong vision um, and living into your core values um, right now is important. Can you still make disciples even without having all the programs on the weekend or through changing venues or whatever? And so, you know, like you said, the, the having vision during uncertainty is how do we still fulfill the way we fulfill our, our, our mission and vision and our core values might need to change in mode or practice or who's doing those things. But it should hopefully bring it, this uncertainty should force certainty on things like vision. Yeah. Well, and here's a great example of vision real practically, because one of the things that I've started to wonder is. Uh, how churches talk about generosity and serving people, you know, because often um, I feel like we've missed the mark. So in our neighborhood, in our school district, when the school shut down, um, they started to send out school lunches and breakfasts that uh, they would have a bus that would drive around and they would stop at these different stops and you can go and get uh, school lunches. And they sent an email out and we thought, oh, we don't need that. You know, it, we don't really need school lunches and that. And so, and a lot of people in our neighborhood thought the same thing. And so they weren't going out. Well, the school district sent out an email and they said, if we don't get more engagement with this, we're going to have to lay off the people who do this, who are driving the buses around and making the lunches. And immediately everybody in the neighborhood came out because they saw a tangible way. They were, they looked at it and said, well, if I go out, I'm going to save four people's jobs in right. my neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. so there was this tangible moment um, to be able to do it. And I heard of uh, on a different podcast, I heard somebody talk about how when instead of doing pay cuts and just saying we're cutting everyone's pay 10%, they asked, would you be willing to volunteer for a pay cut? What could you, you know, handle? Yeah. And they had, yeah. and they said, because if you do that, then we won't have to lay anybody off. So then you could tangibly see, okay, if I take this pay cut, that person over there is going to keep their job. And, and I think the lesson for that then for churches is they think through their mission, as they think through generosity, is connecting it to that one person, connecting it to that, that one, you know, that blessing to that one person's story. 
But I think that that's transferable all, all the way around. I mean, whether it's a business or a nonprofit or a church or, I mean, I, I, I've been hosting these webinars for on book marketing and I typically charge $197 for the product I'm selling. And I've just been saying, pay what you want. And the minimum payment's a dollar. And, um, and I mean, I've, I've sold a lot of those and people have given generously, you know, yeah, there's a few people that take it for a dollar and I'm trusting that's all they can really afford. And, but there's people that are more than covering other people, um, yeah. through their generosity. And so I think that vision of, Hey, we're in this together. This is what we're doing. Like we talked about last episode, the importance of communication, clarification, and then vision, right? Who, who, who are we meant to be? How are we meant to do it? What are we hoping to accomplish? How are you a part of that? And why are you still important? And moving towards that goal is going to be absolutely essential because, I mean, we don't know what the future holds. You know, we could open everything back up and then be closed back down in the fall or the winter or everything goes back and it's great. But either way, vision wins, you know, uh, the day and it, it, you know, we can be certain about our vision um, even when we're uncertain about the times. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, the verbiage that we use really matters. You know, and so as leaders are thinking about how they're bringing um, their employees back to work, how they're moving, you know, how restaurants are opening back up as churches begin having physical services again, the words that you use matter. And so that's one of the reasons that we're not using verbiage like we're reopening the church um, because we never closed the church. And so I I think that that's a really important message. And so as you think about as, as a leader, as you think about what you're saying, your words are mattering so much right now. Um, your words are bringing a calming presence or they're ratcheting up people's anxieties um, as you think about social media. And so I think it's really important. One of the commitments that we made um, among pastors in our city is to, um, is to just have unity as churches uh, begin having physical services again and not, um, and not bashing a church because they maybe opened before we did and started having physical services before we did or they stayed online um, longer than we did. And so I think it's really important to, to make sure that the words you're using um, are thought out um, because they are going to make a difference in a message for people. I know we had to address, um, you know, I'm down here in the South. And so people love talking about faith over fear and all that. And if you, if you think about that statement over, over itself, the polarization it, ca- it causes is, is short-sighted, <laughs> you know, in the... you. You can have faith and still take your medicine or fasten your seatbelt, right? And so, um, you know, and so my pastor, he did a beautiful job, our lead pastor, Justin, our teaching pastor, Justin, um, at one of our church meetings over Zoom, kind of saying, hey, we're not going to really buy into either one of those. We're not going to buy into, you know, we have more faith than fear. We have more fear than faith because it's not really a helpful paradigm. And and so he cast vision for a third way of we're going to faithfully acknowledge the reality of where we are and in faith we're going to make decisions the best we can and we're sure we're going to make mistakes along the way so there's that humility there and then that clarity of vision because we want to be a place that's mindful of the least of these we're not going to move ahead of ourselves Hmm. i've seen businesses do that where you know I, i know of a plumbing company and they basically told their team look we are an essential service people need our help you know, with all the toilet paper that everybody was buying, I mean, you can imagine the wreaking habit on, on the plumbing and, uh, you know, people are flushing wipes that weren't intended to be flushed. And, you know, and so there, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of issues that went along with that. And, um, you know, but they, 
the, the president there did a great job saying, look, we need your help. We need you here, but we understand if you are, have at-risk folks in your home or anything else and you take time off, we'll gladly give you the time off you need until you feel comfortable coming back. And he said, but you know, you know, we want to always be a solution to people's plumbing problems in our area. And so even there, a plumbing company, it was able to cast vision of why they're doing what they're doing, like you said, um, but also being mindful of the people. Yeah. Well, any closing thoughts as you think about how to cast vision and how to lead vision through uncertainty, Casey? I would be very clear in both. And if you're not clear, be honest. Um, you know, don't, don't make That's things. That's true. So yeah. stop there. Cause it's so true. It's okay to say, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay to, to delay an answer. You know, I think I know for me, cause I love certainty and I love sounding certain but it's okay to say to your organization or your church, I don't know when we're going to you know, reopen and have our services again or reopen our business. It's okay to say that. Yeah. I, I don't know when we're going to gather again. Um, it, it's okay to say we're still working on it. We're, there's still questions that we have to figure out. It, it's okay to say that. And, and on top of that, I would say it's okay to say, uh, I don't know. I think as a leader, it is responsible to figure it out as much as possible and then to give clarity on when you're going to bring a fee, uh, you know, continue the feedback loop. Yeah. Look, we're not really certain yet. Uh, we've made a commitment together by the 15th that we're going to provide an update. doesn't mean we'll have clarity yet, but we're going to give you an update of what we've been doing. Um, you know, I've seen, I've seen business leaders do that with their employees. Hey, according to the government, we're only able to do blank, blank, blank. We feel like we're actually doing better business online right now than mm -hmm this way and so this is why we're going to do this and same with churches our pastors have been very clear that you know we're gonna we're gonna their mixture is a little bit different based upon people's comfort level the the level of outbreak in our area um the ability to have a somewhat normal gathering because would you rather meet with 100 people with face masks on and muffled singing or would you rather stay at home and in, in the safety of your home and have an online press so there, there's a lot of factors yeah, you're absolutely right. And I was absolutely right. So thank you for affirming that, uh, that, um, that, well, uh, it's okay. It's a big thing. Quality yeah. is a big thing as businesses move forward, as churches move forward to ask that question, is it more quality to stay online? Is it more quality to, to move back to physical campuses, physical business? And again, the answer may be both. It may be yes. It may be no, but to really just dig into that. Yeah, and leaders, if you're listening to this and you don't know, lean into the fact you've never led through a pandemic before uh, and, and use that often. Well, <laughs> you know, like I did in the last pandemic, you know, and you're going to make mistakes, uh, you know, because if you're alive in the 1918 pandemic, <laughs> then we need, we need you on the show. Uh, we need you on the podcast. So anyways, Josh, thanks for joining me again. Uh, and those of you listening, we appreciate you listening to Leadership Conversations. Thank you for listening to another episode of Leadership Conversations with Josh Reich and Casey Cease. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, head on over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe to our podcast. Also, head on over to our website at www.leaderconvos.com.